Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> oh, work. Oh. Um, is Kevin McHale a fan, like an old time band? Yeah, I know like, nothing about well, like from I know the time I was born. Like, you know who Larry Bird is? I do know Larry I know Bird so, from we, Mo Welsh. That's so all I know. Larry Bird's like right hand dude, Kevin McHale. So they were like, you know how like I don't know if you know like all of Michael Jordan's roster. Well, okay, of, I'm from the Chicago. So, so I know like that. growing up, I knew like Scottie Pippen, like right. everybody who was on the team. Right. The equivalent, I think, at that time was for the Celtics, and it was Kevin McHale and Larry Bird and some other tall white guys. At least then, you got Kevin McHale and not Larry Bird. And there I was mean, Magic Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, there you was go. Was he in basketball? He was. Oh, uh, he was. Yes. Good. Oh, I thought I was yeah. just, no, just throwing a name it. out there. And then we, he had a talk show for like a minute. He tried. We have a sp- very special guest. We've got to introduce our special guest today. Kevin McAllister from yes. uh, Home yeah. Alone. Mm-hmm. Here uh, he is. Uh, thanks so much for coming and doing of course. our podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing my podcast. If you want to describe to our listeners what that experience was like. <laughs> oh, it was great. I also didn't know you had just gotten off a plane from Vegas. Yeah. He spent a week in Vegas. I was There's a, a week. comedy club in Vegas, The Cellar. And we both do it, and it's great. We love it. But we both do it for you go for a whole week, so you're right. in Vegas for a How whole week. How do you survive Vegas for well, a week? Well, that's the question. Oh, happens. so, okay. So then <laughs> cut to you in our studio, <laughs> and you're like, I think I'm going to pass out right. before we start this. And we just fed you water the entire time. I think I drank seven mini bottles of water, and it, which yeah. is like equals to like one. Yeah. Right. But it was the funniest. We did it with Nicole Byer. Like, it was so. It was just. It was great. You was great. See, I can't <laughs> talk. You when, was great. When does it come out? I don't know. Yeah. We. I let Jenna decide those things. Work. I just I show up. It. Jenna, you know, is like the type A. We would have she, Jenna here today, but she's at a wedding. I yeah. think between us, you are the more type A. Would you say? Oh, between you and I, because I'm not. Type you're a. like type D. You're yeah, like I'm in re- another world. Right. Are you type A? Absolutely. Okay. My house yeah. is organized. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. to wake up and do this. I've got this. I own, I'm very schedule oriented. Yeah. I need to get more type A. Yeah, I could use a little more type A. What well, What's your zodiac sign? Oh Gemini. Oh, I love a Gemini. I'm a Sagittarius. Everyone's scared of Gemini's. No, I'm, I love because we're like yin and yang. Oh, good. Yeah, I get along. I'm right Cancer. With I don't. I don't know anything, but oh. I've always been told I'm. I don't act like a Gemini. Mm. Gemini is like the dual, yeah. dual personality. The only right? person who says I am totally a Gemini is like my roommate slash best friend. So I don't. And I they are they because I'm maybe not, he knows. <laughs> more I feel than I do. that like a new, um, L.A. versus New York. L.A. is very into astrology. And yes, rocks. and I love it. I love it. The rocks. I love the rock stuff. I, I don't just, get I it. just recharge my goddamn crystals. Oh yeah, see, what do you mean recharge your crystals? Gotta recharge you got to recharge them in the moon. Oh yeah, got to recharge, Mateo. I do you bring do the you crystal one. things no, too? I just pick these things up along the way. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you have to. It's like yeah. a second language. Right, out he here. knows the lingo. Yeah, I got to get you another crystal. I can't believe that you'll be late to like weird appointments, but you will recharge your crystal. Yes, in the I moon. will. Absolutely. And is it helping? Well, her skin looks great. Oh my god! So, uh, okay, but that's uh, to be fair. <laughs> wait a minute. You're glowing. Thank you so much for saying that because I got to tell you something. I'm taking Accutane, which is an acne medicine. Oh, it has nothing how, so, to do no, with the moon. How are you doing? Well, like <laughs> mentally, how are you doing? Well, so actually, that almost makes me want to cry that you said my skin looks great because my skin has been like a serious. I've been having like major acne problems yeah. this year. She's her skin so, looks amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's well, been how much like, long awful. are you on the Accutane for another four months? And so I've been upping the dose. I ha- and I I I put off going on it because I was like, don't put me on it. Yeah. I already am prone to depression stuff. So I was it's like, scary. So it can it's do really crazy scary. things. It, Have yeah. you, did you take it? Ever? No, but I, a lot of my best friends, including my roommate, 
um, growing up, like he took it and was just. We had a name for when he would like snap into this like really? alter ego that we that was like spurred on by Accutane. Oh Holy my, what shit! What is the chemical in Accutane that's causing people but to go? He's so never cuckoo. had a pimple ever since. Did he? Would he get really depressed? I don't know if he got depressed. I was also like 17, didn't really know what depression looked like at sure. the time. Right, so we're we- all too busy like, what's happening? Yeah, right. we were like in a boy band on tour. We're like, you're nuts. And right, like, what was and- the name of your boy band? And what NLT. Was it? That's it- an NLT. Okay. Wait, so- we have so much to get to. Yeah, because like- I can tell you about the Accutane, but wait, so your best friend, your roommate now, best friend, so you yeah. guys grew up together yes. and he's been with you kind of on your yes. entertainment journey. Mm-hmm. He's a singer cool. as well. Yeah, he's a singer and music producer and writer we do like everything together oh so fun. He, he's lived with me for the past like seven years yeah nice and then i just recently put out music and he produced all of it that's so exciting. he's directed all my music videos he's very talented that's but awesome. so are you i know but like i just show up i'm like thank god you know how to right. do everything <laughs> i can like barely work my phone so for those who don't know you were on glee yes Woo-woo. and glee actually it was like 10 years ago how long yeah. ago was it it started 10 years ago we've been off for four years for Oh, really? Only yeah. four years? Yeah. Wow. Ten I remember when ago. Glee came out, because I was saying on your podcast, I was in show choir when I was in high school. Were you? Yeah, I mean, look I at know, me. I know, I'm joking. And uh, <laughs> I was also working at Michael's at the same time, all while being like, I haven't found the right girl yet. Yeah, and, and you had uh, a girlfriend oh, at Michael's. God. Michael's is like the, the biggest giveaway. Are yeah. you kidding yeah. me? It, I'm like, I, Mom, can we go to Michael's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not helping. I'm not... I'm not getting pussy when it says can i help you craft on right. my apron like i'm not there's no like no. i'm not satisfying he any broke woman. up with his girlfriend at michael's in the yarn, in the yarn section. section she didn't go with the yarn i mean yeah, has anybody shown up to michael's like yeah uh, yeah i'm gonna go get some dick at michael's <laughs> apparently francesca thought she was right oh, well. sorry francesca. but she's got a pit bull and she's married and she's happy now oh, yeah. we chat every once in a while is she gay no, she's no. Oh, she's she's straight. I had we a boyfriend in, in high Italian school. Italian to each other. Oh, that's nice. My 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 one the one guy in high school who I actually really did have a crush on turned out to be gay. Because I did have boyfriends. No I gave blowjobs in high school. Oh. Yeah, she was very into giving blowjobs. Yeah, I didn't like. It's just because I was trying to be a considerate person, but I didn't want to yeah, have sex. You're you know? a giver. Yeah, exactly. You want to please the other person. That's exactly. I understand. That is kind of the gift of blowjobs if you don't feel like going straight to anal. Well, and when I hear big straight commitment, b- it's a commitment. big commitment. It's a big leap. Mm-hmm. It is. Bob the drag queen yep. as a joke says, "If you blow someone, don't make it cute. You have to blow them like you're eating hot wings." Damn. It's he does. A, it's a. It's that made me so hungry. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually I starving. Wait, okay, okay so I kind of want to like <laughs> this isn't usually how we do podcasts, yeah, but now I am story. fascinated about Glee because it was such a phenomenon. I mean, mm-hmm. I almost started interviewing you on your own show, <laughs> and I was like, okay, Mateo, shut up. No, I, gotta... I, I loved it. I love a good free form rock out. You were in you were in Texas, yes. right? So had then how were you were you auditioning from Texas or were you in New York or LA when you did the Glee audition? I was living in LA by the time I auditioned for Glee. I had moved out um, to LA when I was 15, 16. A baby. Yes, with my parents nice. because my other siblings had like grown up and, you know, were off and my parents hated the South. They're from New York and Connecticut. Oh, so okay. they wanted So out. they were like, "Sure, let's get out. This is like kill eight birds with one stone right. sort of thing." <laughs> While simultaneously like you know, draining their bank account. Right. I'm like, you had me by accident, and I'm gonna make you poor as shit. Amen. But you, it's fixed. It now. worked. Well, out. yeah, it sort of worked out. And <laughs> so it wasn't like I didn't have the stage parents that were like, we're gonna go out there and make you a star. Right. right. It's like, no, let's go out there. My dad's gonna get a job. I was gonna go to high school. And, and then you were kind of driving it. I can like actually do the things I'm interested in if you guys are down to do that. And it worked. So I mean, I, I started doing like music. That was. I did some acting stuff because, like, it's so few and far between sometimes. Sure. How much acting and singing did you really do before you hit with Glee? 
And and uh, and also, mm, did you yes. expect Glee to be that big of a hit? Great so question. I, I had done. I was in the boy band. Right. And my dream so to that be was, in a boy band. Right. That's what I thought too. Oh my god. It really is her dream to be in a yeah. boy band. I Were mean, you like inspired by Insync and Backstreet? Oh yeah. Which like, one did you, you like more? Insync. <clears throat> oh, Sam Backstreet. Backstreet right. all day. Well, I liked both of them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it was Insync was a little more dance heavy. They sure. were more pop. Fun. Yes, and I think yeah. I liked that. J like JC was just like. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. See, while all this was happening with the boy bands, I was listening to Mariah. Fair. And I love the, I was boy bands. And I just watched that Lou Pearlman documentary, Ooh, which was I so good. It. I really yeah, recommend what, what, it. What, he just like stole from them? It's, you I gotta mean, he see it. He looks like a piece of shit. It, it, it talks about him like working in the aviation business and different scams he did. And then he like got the boy band. It, it, it's really, really And good. it's crazy. Like he was just scamming so and then had the biggest music acts in the right. entire world. It, he was on to something. There's, it's kind of like with lying where it's like the best way to lie is if you have some element of truth in it. There was some element. <laughs> well, of, like Donald Trump's president, right? Exactly. exactly. It's like it's not really exactly. different. <laughs> it's totally same, same sort thing. of mindset. Totally. Same BMI and everything. Right. So he would he would he would like create <laughs> something that actually worked, but he would just scam the fuck all yep. around it. So But so right. you were in the boy band. So the boy band, I always say it was sort of the most incredible training for Glee. Because sure. you know, like you come here and people try to like pigeonhole you, like you gotta do acting or you have to do singing, and I was like but I like to do both. Yeah. So, and then the Glee audition came around and I was like, well, this will be another thing I don't get. Right. And my manager was like, look, this is sort of Mary's both worlds. And she, I think was always a little frustrated maybe with me always like on tour or like long nights recording where I would prioritize music mm. um, because it was more accessible and it was ma a little more successful at the time. And you're in more control. Yeah. Exactly. Where I was making a decent living off of like, we got a record deal, we had an advance so I could, move out and I like, had my own apartment so I was making money for music so were you writing your own songs we wrote like two songs nice the most successful song I ever had we wrote randomly. oh good nice I don't yes. know how they let us do it but it's <laughs> like okay um, and so then yeah Glee came around I auditioned like I think like an end of July or August type of thing and the callback was like two days later oh wow and, and did you like, feel good about the audition yeah up until that point there had been like one audition I had left where I was like I nailed it. Yes, totally. Like I and so, it was I did an episode yep. of The Office and then for the callback of that like they brought Steve Carell in to read with you and <gasps> I didn't know that was going to happen. So like while he's in the reading with me I'm like shitting myself. But I did it and I made him laugh. I was like Done. Yep. Yeah, which I and I never like really think highly of myself. It's an issue. And so I was like <laughs> welcome to the yeah, welcome. No welcome good performer to does. The yeah, closet. I, I have a like, theory. You guys, I think that's what it feels like right. to nail it. Yeah. And is, this, then, is that what it's like when you do well? It's like, yeah. what's going yeah. on? <laughs> and then I left the Glee call back and I was like, I think I nailed it. What song did you sing? I sang Let It Be by the Beatles. Oh, nice. Let It Be. Yes. Let it Which nice. is why I have it tattooed on me. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's a that tattoo I approve of. I mean, me too. Not that you need my approval, but I but really... I'm, it's sort of like, people say it's like, let it be, which is like... Totally. Everybody's got that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's... I, okay, so when you, you know, you do the callback, and then they say... And I had to wait seven weeks to test. Seven weeks? They called me the next day, and they're like, you're going to test. Never tested for anything in my life. Woo! Outside of like an STD test. Right. I'm, right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding Am me? Am I positive? Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, great. And they're like, they just need to find some other people. I'm like, Cool. And I think they accidentally like found me. Like right. in hindsight, they told me that I was the first Artie, which is my character's name. They had seen. Did they, and they did knew you immediately know? Oh, wow. they wanted me? Did wow. you know you're auditioning for a character uh, who's handicapped? Yes. Okay. And which was also like, 
I had a day and a half or something like to prep for the audition, so it's not like I did a bunch of research. Right. And then like, it wasn't until once I got it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, right. I now have to like figure this out so I don't make a jackass of an entire community totally. and like, of insult a whole group of right. people. By the way, to be fair, you're just a young kid auditioning. Oh, and yeah, yeah. They, you know, I was, if, you, right. if anyone gave you 20. shit for I that. I 20. Yeah, people you're young. And people you were 20 playing, in... what, 14? 20 playing like 15. Okay. It's a, it's you like, did it successfully. Like, the stuff happens like really quick. Yeah. Like it's like it's like a fast moving thing. So you're not like you don't always have the time to like like process all the implications of every all these things and then yeah. when you when it comes to be then you're like okay now I have to figure right. this out. Yeah, and a lot of times they change those things. Sure. Where my audition sides originally there was an Indian character in like the glee club and named Rajesh. And so my <laughs> sides there weren't enough like um, lines for Artie to say. So I was doing half Artie, half Rajesh sides. Right. Like for the audition. So I didn't really know. I'm like, they may just change this character once they get whoever they're going to get. Right. Everything's up for. Right. Changing. So they got rid of, they found Chris Colford. So they made the Kurt character, got rid of Rajesh, and mm. then kept me in the wheelchair. Right. Sort of thing. But you did a really good job. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't totally. Speak for, the, for the wheelchair handicapped community, but I feel like. It was a great representation on Fox. What was it? It was Fox, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's national TV seeing a character live amongst other characters. It's like the same when, when yeah. you know, I mean, obviously I'm not likening it, but like when I was young and saw gay people interacting with straight people and it was just a normal right. thing. It's, it's a nice message to send. Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing where there was a little like pushback for like a week. Yeah. And then I had a lot of support from the community like the oh good yeah where people who are actually in wheelchairs were like no no at this point it's more important that this character is just represented right in yeah. that way on you a network get in show the door. that like gets along with everybody and else 10 right. years ago a lot's changed in just 10 it, years. And mm-hmm. it's changed at a rapid rapid pace yeah obviously now no now we know better which is crazy it's only been a decade but right like, there are plenty of actors who are in wheelchairs who are more than capable of, of playing that part but at the time because people weren't I guess given the chance where they saw people in wheelchairs. Yeah. But I think it was totally. you're probably picking from a lot smaller community. And that's happened with I think a lot of minority groups. Of course. Absolutely. I, I saw um, someone working on a someone was doing a joke about that where they were like, I think I don't want to give away the yeah, don't person. Say the joke. Yeah. All right, never mind. But someone was someone was talking about they were like, you know, I was trying to cast someone from a group, but then they they there hadn't been enough representation for them to be like pursuing acting, so like that yep. group like hadn't had acting training, yeah. and they were like, but then I think you were talking about Aziz. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> trying to skirt around yeah. it, but yeah. yeah, but it's a great joke. And I do think a lot of like grossness, all the grossness that happens in like Hollywood or whatever. Sure, I do think Hollywood changes pretty quickly in terms mm. of that. It's felt they, do. they adapt quickly, yeah, but they it, adapt because people are of course you know. right like. And that's a way to do it. It's like, well, we're not going to come see your shit. We're not going to, like, then change it. Fine. Never mind. We'll yeah, change yeah. it. We're progressive. Right. <laughs> yeah, great. Like, whatever. I mean, that's the biggest motivator. Yeah, it's like not, all these productions pulling out of Georgia because yeah. of the abortion. Sure. It's like, that, obvious, that will make things happen more quickly than anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Totally. So when you're on set and you're doing this show and you're filming it, you know, in your mind, are you thinking, well, at least we got a season and it's TV experience? Like, were you expecting the, because it really, I mean, it made all of you stars. It made Jane Lynch a huge yeah. star. I mean, it made people. I didn't even know Jane was in the show. Wow! I, like, I think back at how little I knew about what was going on, and it's shocking. Well, because it's also like, and also like a musical show. Then it is like that's like such a different thing. So yeah. it's like a different well, model. There were tons of tons of moving parts, and like we did 
I think almost a month of rehearsal before we started shooting. And wow! So, like us kids were only around each other, mm. right? And didn't it wasn't like we were getting informed who else was getting cast, right? They were only telling us like, oh, we got this guy to play Finn. This is who's playing Rachel, and then that's who that was our world. Hmm. So I was like the most gigantic Jane Lynch fan growing up. My parents really should have known. Well, because <laughs> Best in Show is one. Yes. Is, oh yeah, I is love one Best of the funniest movies of all time. I was obsessed, and then right. we were. The first day of shooting, we had to go rehearse, shooting the pilot, we had to go rehearse at um, the school we were filming at. And so then someone's like, oh, yeah, they're just shooting a scene with Jane Lynch. And half of us were like, what? Yeah, like, Jane Lynch is on the show? Right. That's who's playing uh, the cheerleading coach. We're like, oh, my God, this show's going to be awesome. (laughs) But we, no, we had no idea. I mean, at the time, it was like baby steps of like, oh, my God, I got a job. It's Mm -hmm. like- now I'm gonna be able to pay my rent yes. for a couple months. That's like, all we think. Pay, about. Well, no, I had run, I was out of money the month we were filming the pilot. Like I had borrowed money to pay my rent from like the music money had dried up. I pay yeah, I borrowed money from my manager and from my brother. And I'm wow. like, look, I booked this thing, you know I'm good for it. Right. I'll get it to you when the check clears. Right. Yeah. And that was sort of it. And we were supposed to be a mid season replacement show. So I thought contractually that we had like maybe five or six episodes if we got picked up. Yeah. Sure. And then we did the pilot, had the time of our lives, like had made had become best friends. Yeah, you're singing and dancing with each other. Yeah, it's and, great. And I think like we weren't really thinking about like, is this good or not? And maybe mm-hmm. we didn't have to because it was. Totally. You know, I think you would know if it was complete garbage. Yeah. I totally agree with that. When something's good, you it allow when you are trust someone, you don't yes. micromanage them. And when something's good, you're just in it. And I think we knew that like when I read the script for the first time, I was like, oh, this is cr-, like it was dark humor. Mm. It was really like making fun of itself. Well that's what I was saying to you yeah. on your show is that you know, Glee had a lot to balance. Sure. Because it had to be, first of all, you're having a musical show about high school kids. It can be it, it automatically people can read it as cheesy, yep. campy, right. but they also added this element of, I mean, humor and making fun of themselves and being realistic about what it means to be yeah. sort of an outcast. And people like Jane Lynch and people, be, you know, it, it really added all these layers totally. to the show yeah. that made it accessible in a way that I think if it had taken itself too seriously right off the bat, I, I, people probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah. They probably would have been smoothly. like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like I read that joke. There was like the teacher was blackmailing a kid. Like planting <laughs> weed in his locker, I was like, "Yes, this is for me." Yeah, this is fabulous. I, I will like this. I'm yeah. like, and there's music, cool. Now, when you this. guys go and you sing songs, like at first when you're doing the show, I mean, after a while, it sort of turned into like a music video for celebrities. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there was like the the Madonna. Who wants episode. to be on here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Madonna. And I, oh, I they had a whole Madonna episode. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, I was waiting for Mariah. <clears throat> but also, who who isn't five octave range? Okay, yeah. so um, there but, would be one person singing. I mean, I'd be fine with Amber just singing everything. Oh, like she could have done it. Yeah, so that's yeah. cool with me. Did you guys have a Whitney episode? Yes. Yeah. Randomly, I believe it was I Will Always Love You was in an episode the week Whitney died. Oh, my God. Like, just out of, you know, like straight, you know, we had shot it a couple weeks Month? before. Yeah. So it was just a random thing. Oh, wow. And then afterwards, they're like, let's do a Whitney episode. That's it's sweet, like, well, that's though. That makes soon. sense. But yeah, it was, it was really 
crazy. And it was Amber doing it. So like if we were, it was going to happen, it happened the right way. Yeah. But well, it was a very strange. What was happening with the boy band? Why this was happening? So when you were shooting, were, Done. They were, were the rest of the Fuck members, em. were they like, so uh... we were in like a transitional phase. We okay. were leaving our manager. And That's very Hollywood, what he just said. Yes. Right. Well, no, I'll have to tell you the dirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. we were So we were leaving our manager and trying to work out like what the next steps would be. And then I got the pilot. And were you, was the boy band, it was like everyone was singing like equal parts or was there, who was, was the lead? It was me and another guy who were really singing. Okay, everything. so you were like the Nick And Carter. what, what, just yeah. because well, I'm a... who's like the second? I was like... Who is the second? I, I don't know. Nick Carter, who oh, would be the God. second? They split Nick, it up pretty evenly. Nick Carter was not the leader he of Backstreet Boys. He was because he was the youngest. It was always like Justin Timberlake became I the I thought leader. AJ was like the lead singer of that band. Absolutely not. No Justin way. was clearly the lead and Brian, JC was second. But it was in supposed sync. to be JC. That group was built around JC. Of course. And really? Yeah. Yes. Emma. Uh, so this is. JC is like a singer. Okay, so. Because you guys are looking at it from a different point. You guys are looking at it from actual singing. But the only other person who loves JC as much is. Evan Williams. And Carly. My friend Carly. Our friend Carly loves JC. And I always thought that was interesting. When you're in the boy band, what's your voice placement? What's your history with singing? Ooh. Um, I, I'm asking as a voice nerd. I sang opera and I love talking voice. He's I, a good singer. No, he's. I mean, he was just singing. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, you're actually good. Mm-hmm. I, Trained opera singer. Yeah, I fake it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. Me too. Um, I don't. I. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I quit choir in middle school. Good for you. I couldn't handle it. It was. Good good for it was a show choir though. Show no, choir is a whole different beast. It's a it horrible was, I did monster. like choir, you know? Right. Yeah. And they were mean and terrible. I was like, I... Sorry if that came up condescending. I was just... What? Be, I, if I was no. like, what voice are you? No, no, no. You know, like, like I'm fucking Maria so Callas. What I, what I learned on Glee is... And in the boy band, I'm always... I think I'm technically like a tenor two. Like a baritone. High baritone. Yeah, but I get forced to sing higher than I feel comfortable doing all mm. the time. Like in Glee... Um, Especially in the beginning, they would have other guys come in to do a part. I'm like, eh, it doesn't really fit their voice. And so then I would just end up doing it because I'd be like, sure, like I can, I'll get up there. Sure. I can't like sustain it, but like right. I'll get up there and we're just going to lip sync this for the show anyway. So yeah. like it's fine. And it was fun. I think my voice grew during that period. Yeah. Because I'm sure. I'm really sure it did. Where coming from NLT, the other guy, um, other like lead singer in the group, was a freak of nature. Like 16, this is in the boy group. Yes. Yeah. Like sixteen could sing circles around everybody. Wow. And so it was always like this. Oh, I'm never going to be as good as that. Sort of. Right. Like I, I don't know. I was stunted in a way. You've and, all got your different places. Yeah. And then Glee happened. And it was like, oh well, they're like pushing me to do other things, and I feel more comfortable and supported. Yeah. And like that was a world Huge. I was comfortable with in terms of like going to the recording studio or doing dance rehearsal, like, I knew that world because of the boy band. Right. right. Did they do voice modulation? Like, were there, like, with certain people, were they tapping in and doing um, auto-tune to their voices? Oh, I mean, everybody was melodyne. Uh, okay, yeah. so... What does that mean? So... It's like pitch fixing. Pitch fixing. Oh. Yeah. And I have to say, and I I may be stepping out of... Uh, this may be really Let's rude hear about it. to no, say. No, this should be... Gr- Let's go for it. Okay. I, I always found it problematic that you had these great... Like, Leah Michelle's yeah. a great singer. Yeah. And when she would sing live, 
she didn't need any. No. She needed nothing to do the voice. Yeah. And they, because I think there was a sound that they were used to with that show, sometimes you would hear, uh, maybe because my ears are so trained, mm. I would hear the sort of. You can hear it. You can it, hear it. It is a sound. Hmm. Like, it you is can a pick sound. It and I thought, I I'd rather hear the, the rawness of the voice because, like, when you watch Chicago, they're obviously lip syncing to months yeah. ago when they sang, but it sounds real. Yeah. Maybe Catherine Zeta Jones, Renee Zellweger probably got some help. But yeah, um, yeah. sometimes in the show they would <laughs> yes. do that. And, yeah. and it's look, you guys are phenomenal singers. So I was always kind of upset with the sound engineers yeah. who thought they that they had to do that because I was like, I'd rather hear Leah's or Amber's voice. Well, I them. think in their defense, sometimes it was crazy. <laughs> what we'd hear, we're like, well, that's not right. I hope I, I wasn't stepping over the line by saying what I just not said. Not at all. No, no, no. It's Please. interesting. Um, a lot of, because we've talked about that and be, I would sit with them especially in the first 13 episodes where we had more time to do all this where we'd go to the studio and sort of like figure it all out together right where I think a lot of times when people were more melodyned it was a we had 30 minutes to record an entire yeah. song so like you're yeah. not Ooh. getting the best takes yeah. I would right. I would say solid 80% of the time I did not know the song before I went into the studio <laughs> wow so like yeah. I'm figuring it out line by line as I'm recording it. Yeah. So therefore, I can't even... so like if you have time to practice a song, sure, you're gonna need less melodyning. Yeah. Where like Leah and Amber, for example, generally will never, Amber will never need it, and and it also was a whole thing. I think there was also a learning curve for the Broadway people. Recording pop music is a very different thing. Very different. It's a different mm. pocket to sing mm-hmm. in. And so I also think sometimes there needed to be a little help. Yeah. Right. Because. I th- by the end of it, obviously Leah can sing anything. She's incredible. Yeah, and hearing her live is like she's out of this world. Yeah, and I do remember like in the beginning there was a, there was like a slight like oh we're doing Kelly Clarkson it's fast you got to fit in it's Max Martin it's very right. dun dun right. dun dun right. and to do that you, it's a skill you have to learn. Yeah, and so I do think people were melodyned or. or you know, moved into a pocket where I never thought about that. Though, it's right? a different the muscle. Time cons- like mm-hmm. you guys are producing right. yes. so much so quickly. And I think as you as it goes on, sometimes the melodyning would get a little crazier, and because we had just had less and less time to actually record it. Yeah. Well, me personally, I like my voice more when it's fixed to oblivion. Really, sure. it's oh. like me when I take pictures. <laughs> just Photoshop me oh, till yeah. I don't. It's just pupils and like a mustache. A, my voice, I've learned, picks up auto tune and melodyne really in like a weird way where you can't use a lot of it because it picks it up very easily yeah uh, they like compliments like, it I wonder, well like, I, not really where because like with vibrato yeah you know what i mean like it will vi- catch and you can hear it yeah so like vibrato you know vibrato is a, the like vibration mm-hmm. of the voice and sometimes you know i don't know if the vibrato yeah. can be worked in with it can't well because like autotune will automatically bring the note to a specific like if you're a little flat or a little sharp it's either going to bring it up or oh, down oh that's so interesting yeah. i didn't know about yeah. this so it'll be I like no instead idea. of ah, it'll be ah, like yeah it's not right that's me ah. so it'd be like a little it's almost like botox a little bit for yeah. your voice and melodyning <laughs> yeah. is more precise so right. autotune is just something you throw on everything right and then melodyne like share was was that yes. was like a vocoder no. like yeah Huh. We're like Melodyne, you can just draw in the notes. And like I wonder just, if they know. did that. I was on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. for. They do that for everything. Ah. Everybody's, everybody is. Oh, so maybe I could have sang on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Because I didn't sing. I was like, I yeah, didn't sing she, at all. What's so funny is that we, I'm dance. sitting with two people who are in very famous musical shows. But you I didn't sing or sing dance, dance. Emma cannot <laughs> sing or dance. <laughs> no. And they Not tried to close. have the one dance number they tried to have me in, which was really like. 
nice of them to try. It was like it was supposed to be a sweet 16 birthday party. So it was all these child actors who, you know, were fucking nailing it. Like they're incredible. They're child actor dancers that in the oh. rehearsal, I mean, they were full out all the time. Amazing. Yeah. And they they the choreographer who's like really great with working with people who aren't like trained dancers to me, not the kids was like sh- trying to show me a few things like just like basic one two step stuff and I'm dyslexic. Yeah. So being a and I had said I didn't I, think about that with choreography. So it's like she's standing across from me and it's like and they had I wasn't supposed to be in it but they were like you know maybe it'd be fun if at the end you came in and Emma like, you're like a Christopher Guest character. And they're like you came in and then you did a couple of the moves with the kids towards the end like yeah. oh let's bring it all together. And I was like okay if I'm going to do that I'm just telling you right now I have to know way ahead of time. I was like I will work around the clock and I got to know ahead of time and they're like yeah yeah it's fine it's going to be so easy. So I go in the kids are all rehearsed she's like so you just do the one this one two step but she's across from me and it's like it's across from me left left right right and i'm practicing with the kids i'm bumping into these kids because i'm doing it wrong opposite. so these little like child actor kids are looking at me like what the fuck like i'm about to get in a fight with like a 16 year old <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry so they just they cut me and had me walking at the end and give a kid a balloon <laughs> amazing like a, a special like a special person did you just feel super defeated i was so embarrassed and they but they, relieved that you didn't have to do the dance they right they tried to have me do the dance and then someone was like okay cut like emma like coming back and then they <laughs> shot it and then they were like we're going to have you come in with a balloon so i was like so it's not happening you know like, come in oof, with a balloon there's oof. nothing more worse than you want to hear on set is Cut. Cut. You'll come in with the balloon. Come in with the balloon. Come in with the balloon. Did you guys have, because, you know, and I'm sorry I'm going into, like, the really technical aspects. About, I like this. About no one yeah, so interesting. about this. Yeah, because I, I could care less about all the drama. I, yeah. I want to know about, like, what happens, because you guys are, produ- what did you guys say? Three months, you had 66 episodes. Or three seasons, 66 episodes, right? That's almost like the MGM days. Oh, Oh yeah. well, no. We did twenty-two episodes a season. So in three seasons, how many is that? That's yeah, forty-four, sixty-six. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot. We ended up doing one hundred and twenty-one total. Right. Oh, that's a so, lot of math. So I'm curious, like you know, your voice can only sustain so much. I mean, yeah. especially people like Amber or Leah who are really yeah. going in. They're singing Streisand and yes, Whitney really Houston. Really hard stuff. Really hard time. stuff. How do they maintain? their health like were you guys really health conscious were you guys like oh we better get a lot of rest or we better not yeah, like really the mental health aspect we of should it. have been i think <laughs> it was just because like we were doing 16 hour days on the regular which which c- could kind of destroy the voice yeah, so we i think yeah i don't really know what we were doing that's so funny. but like amber and leah are exceptional at taking care of their voices mm. so they probably were doing something like on tour it was a different thing on tour it was because we had to sing live every night, like no drinking. Well, we sort of followed that. Yeah, but also you're young. You, you have the stamina. You can recover yeah, we did what quicker. We could do. And like Ariana's hitting all these high notes, and I'm like, girl, you better. You be- yeah. once you hit thirty, you better start resting because yeah. the mm. voice is not going to keep yeah, up. Yeah. So it it was a different because we were used to Glee. We're like, we'll go in and sing for thirty minutes, and then you can start to feel it. Though. Like I remember, we, I was going in after Amber once in the studio, and she had just done two Christmas songs back to back like angels we had heard on we've heard on high or like the craziest like not easy things to do and she's like I'm dead mm-hmm. she's like my voice is ruined mm-hmm. I'm shot and I'm like mm-hmm. what I'm like if you're ruined <laughs> fuck I'm what like, the fuck do I do yeah I'm like what but then you hear it and then they were in there and I'm hearing it I'm like okay you know this is you she, being ruined yeah Sounds she's like I, I have to not talk for and also, like Amber came, once came in, we were rehearsing for the first tour, and she's like, "I have to be in vocal rest." I was like, "Oh no!" And then it's, it comes time to like practice her song in the set. 
she was doing Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's not supposed to be singing. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and she's sitting down, like, cross-legged, like, Closed on, the, off. on the stage with the mic and doesn't miss a wow. fucking God I'm like, oh, God. this is you on vocal right. rest? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you're actually fine. But right. I, I, like, I, if I get any sort of sickness, which I'm, I always have a sinus infection, I'm like, my voice just shuts down. Yeah, like, don't like, have this be the bar do. for vocal rest, because... I really miss, though, like, re- like that's the one part I liked about Glee, is they were showcasing actual singing, because yeah. I think now with pop music, it's all about these producers, and the music is no... Like, Ariana's a great singer, but, like, we're, ra- we're rarely showcasing it the way Celine right. Whitney Mariah Aretha did. Yes. So it was cool that this show. Also, what Glee did, which I don't think enough people talk about, is it introduced singers like Streisand and. Oh, yeah, to a whole uh, new generation. Oh, yeah. for, uh, to all new generations. Yeah. And, and, and also, I feel like Ryan Murphy was like really into Streisand. And oh. that was like the whole thing with yes. Leah Michelle and like trying to get. You could tell, like, that. I mean, the music was obviously selected by Ryan, mm-hmm. I would say nine times out of ten. And. Like, I don't know any theater, and I would be hearing, like, the theater songs, the musical songs for the first time mm-hmm. as we were doing. Like, I had never heard the real version of um, Define Gravity until last year when I went and oh, saw really? Wicked on Broadway. <laughs> You're like, wait oh, a wow. minute. I was like, oh, this is how it's supposed to sound. <laughs> like, this is incredible. Like, I've only heard, like, our, like, pop duet version yeah. of Define Gravity. But, like, Ryan, like, if you tried to introduce, like, hey, why don't you... We did Jasmine Sullivan, I think, like the second episode. Oh like, man, Bust I your remember windows. her. I love that song. And it was because like Amber and I were the most gigantic I love that Jasmine Sullivan fans right. like, during the pilot. I forgot and, about like, her. Like told him about Jasmine Sullivan, and like she got it in the episode. That's awesome. And so like we could introduce sometimes to different music. That's yeah. so fun. It is nice though because I mean, as a huge faggot, and I love Barbara Streisand. I fucking love her and i know she's crazy and she like lives in malibu and she's like my chickens lay green eggs like she's out of touch but you know it's nice to like when people actually hear but but, what's really funny though is like kids will hear streisand saying don't rain in my parade and they'll be like oh leah michelle song and it's like no no No, wait a minute Mm -hmm. was what was the point when you guys were like oh this show is creating a world outside of our world like it when it all of a sudden it has like yeah when you realize eyes are on you and you're like a different pressure is now happening um we went to when the show, so the sh- the pilot premiered in like May, and it didn't air again until September. It was like this weird. We're gonna show you the pilot after the American Idol finale, and then take the summer off. And we did like oh. some press tour, and like had like hundreds of kids showing up to every place. And like, right. that's weird. Only off one- of the pilot, yeah, like that's strange. But isn't the- that such a funny performer thing when people show up to your shows and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's re- mm-hmm. like, what are you guys doing here? There were like 10 of us going right. to like hot topics around the country. Right. We're like, we just hope there's 11 right. people. Oh, I hope someone co- and then they <laughs> like, show up and you're like, oh, what? Like you're almost suspicious. We were like signing babies. We're like, you Wait got- a minute. Like what? This was <laughs> one episode. Right. And then in September, we got sort of shipped off to Australia for two weeks which was I love how you say like we as in like we're just we like did. they shipped, the us, off here and they did. shipped oh, yeah. us off there everything will be easier like my stamina for like promoting things now is out of control people are like I'm sorry this is so much I'm like are you kidding me this like, is nothing this is nothing yeah they had so, us so we went to Australia and it's like the old MGM days yeah mm. it was a dream though like we were all like they're like the only way we can afford to send everybody to Australia is everybody agrees to fly a premium economy. And we're like, sure, right. whatever. <laughs> now, good luck getting any of us <laughs> to go anywhere. <laughs> but like at the first time, class, yeah, at the time we're like, we'll sit in the we're back the of the same plane. Way right. at this point though, because totally. we're flying out every weekend to do shows. Oh, yeah, and it's like I oh I can't be with these 
but Bond. doing to Australia, that's when I started actually like writing in specific stuff yes. in writers about flights because I I went to Australia and I remember they were like, oh yeah, to Australia, da da da, and I didn't even have a specific airline I used, and I was like, oh whatever, and I got a middle seat to Australia. Yeah. Oh! And by the time I got off that flight, I was like redo yeah, and then yeah. I was like whatever it takes it has there's to be a learning a, curve there's a learning curve because yeah. they were like you didn't have to sit in the middle seat and the other person I went with was like no I made them get me a better ticket and da 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 yeah. and so that was for, it's, yeah. it feels weird to ask for things though That's totally like, it, yeah, but, until you learn that it's okay and, and then you, you have a, a Bob the Drag breakdown. Queen gave me the best advice ever when we were shooting our Netflix special I remember we had this trailer and my air conditioning wasn't working mm-hmm. and so I was starting to sweat and I didn't want to be sweaty yeah. you know what I mean right. so I felt really bad asking for them to come fix it. I was like, hi, I'm so sorry, but like my tra- like the air condition doesn't work and I kind of have to go on TV right. and I don't want to. And so they're fixing it. I'll fix it. I, I just don't know how. Just tell me what you need yeah, to do. Right. Yeah. So I called Bob and I was like, I, I, am I asking for too much? And Bob goes, never, ever, ever worry about being a bitch or being a diva. Worry about being talented. Right. And I said, there you go. Yeah. Right. Good advice, Bob. There is a balance. <laughs> there is a balance. There is a balance. The other there side. is a balance. There is a balance. But like, and Bob, by the way, is not a diva. Yeah. He's the, like, the That's also the thing. It takes a lot to be someone who would burn a lot of bridges, you know? Totally. But we know those We all know those yes, people we who were, it's shocking. You see people yeah. with so much. This is yeah. whether, whatever world you're in in entertainment, yeah. you see people with such talent and such, you know, potential, and you, you watch them burn their own bridges. Yeah. Right. Talking too much shit, acting like a diva, not showing up and on time. And then they still caring. work. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. And it's Sometimes. baffling. Anyway, so sometimes you go to Australia. Australia. It catches up. It catches up in the back of the plane, (laughs) and we get to Australia, and we we do like two mall appearances. Oh boy! And there were a thousand people at each place, and again, only the pilot had aired there, and we were like, we are on the other side of the world. Wow! One episode has aired. What the hell? Is going on. It was a, a call for people wanted to see. It was very right. strange, and so the show started. Thing. The show started airing in the U.S. while we we're in Australia. And were you in a wheelchair on the press tours? Would they always have you in the no, wheelchair? They wouldn't no, they would not. Okay. On tour. I don't no, know. no, on tour I was in a wheelchair. Really? Yes. Yes. But that makes sense because it's the characters. It the char- well, the characters was, are on tour. We had to figure that out. Yeah. I think that makes total sense though because if he w- he's playing the character on... I mean, I'm I not mean? offended. I'm just shocked that like... Uh, it was... Sh- it was... You know, I think that makes yeah. sense. I think it would be weird if they didn't have him in a wheelchair oh, at the live it's show. It's Disney on ice. I mean, they're just right. the cast singing. So you guys, I never saw the tour. Did you guys run out like acting like you were still in the school? Yes. Yeah, I think that it would be almost. I think it is kind of so sorry. I mean, honestly, that is tough. That that they should have taken note from American Idol and just let you know. Here's the Glee cast. That's enough. Well, here's what we learned. Mm. It was a really weird thing, because because we were sort of like locked off in our little Glee bubble on the stages filming. You know for months on end you don't really know your demographic to an extent true mm-hmm. and then the first tour was an experiment where we that we did phoenix la chicago and new york in theaters just hoping people would come right <laughs> and then some of the people who were setting up the show had done like you know one direction and things like that where they're like it's going to be crazy there's going to be tons of young girls just screaming their faces off and so that's what we were prepared for and we were we were sort of like 
figuring out the balance of we didn't really know of is this in character is it not i have to be in a wheelchair but yet you're allowing other people to refer to themselves by their real names names. oh that's interesting what's the deal and so the first the first um show we had in phoenix because we set up in phoenix for some reason it was the strangest thing, and we never we, we figured it out very quickly, because nobody re- like they would clap after each song. Nobody went crazy. Hmm. It was like a really calm audience. Some people were Naya and Heather. Sometimes they were Santana and Britney. Interesting. And then at the end of the show, everybody stood up and went ape shit. Huh. And we were like, "What the hell just happened?" Right. And then we had like a little powwow afterwards, and everyone was like, "Here's what we didn't consider." Everyone's used to watching you guys on TV as characters, right. feeling like they know you from that perspective. So then when you show up to watch that as a live show, when you have seen these people in your own homes every week, they don't know how to react because they're used to sitting at home in silence watching right. TV totally, shows. Yeah. Totally, totally, And then the totally. show's done like it's theater. Right. Yeah. And then they clap. Right. We're like, no, this is a concert. So getting them from, no, this isn't like a Broadway production and you're not sitting at home on your couch watching a television show to this is a concert Mm -hmm. with these characters was sort of like a strange leap. And Mm -hmm. all it took was us just committing to, we had to be the characters at all times. Interesting. And like commit to getting everybody very fired up and more interactive. Like Yeah, that they can engage. Was that difficult for you? Because to me, when you're on the show and you're acting, that's a job. You're doing a job. And then when you go out on tour, that would almost be the release. That would be the moment that you could say, okay, we leave that at home, but let me really show you what I've really got. I almost wonder if you felt it was kind of limiting in a way or like caged in a way. way. That's a Hmm. very good way to put it. It did feel like that, I would say, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, where in my head, I'm like, oh, we're going on tour. Right. Let me do exactly what you just said. Right. Now, like, now let's show these people right. like, we can actually sing and dance and perform like right. we say we do on TV, even though we're lip syncing to ourselves. Of course. Right. And it was a weird sort of adjustment to being like, okay, no, I have to stay in this chair. Everybody- yeah, you've got a whole added element that they maybe weren't even thinking of when the whole thing began. Yeah, you well, know? and Ryan was very, very adamant. to Like, you have to stay in the chair. They can't ever see you get out of the chair. That's so, I find that absolutely fascinating. I think it's so interesting, but I understand it too. Uh, yeah, but it, it made a lot of sense once we saw how, the, also the crowd, by the way, this was the other aspect, was not a bunch of teen girls. Yeah, who, so who was it? It Gay was men. a Get bunch of grown-ass people. Yeah. Right. Straight, gay, whatever, every ethnicity. Interesting. Like, and I would say at least fifty percent were like parent parental age. And Interesting. Right. Well, and because like, therefore the themselves. Yeah, the but show. But like we also had drag queens and like it was oh, fabulous. The most diverse. It was almost like I went to Joe Monet concert a couple months ago. I was like this is a similar crowd. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like so, where it was just everybody. Everybody showed up. Do you, st- do you still get when you walk around? I mean, do people still stop you all the time? Yeah, I mean, it happens less in L.A. But right, yeah, same go, with New York. People don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, happy if I go to New York, it happens. I mean, ten times more than it happens here. Well, huh. really, yeah. It's well, because in LA, why. it's that that did, people know not to do that. Yeah, especially if there's more than one of us together. Sure. Well, yeah. If you and Jenna are walking around, it's like Jenna can walk around and not get stopped, 
Jen and I walked through Times Square like a year ago and oh, you... had a pack of teens. <laughs> We're like, yeah. is this 2010? What's happening? I know. The thing with Times Square is because, you know, New Yorkers, have you ever lived in New York ever? No. Okay, so real New Yorkers, I'll take the Fran Leibowitz joke. She goes, you'll never actually see a New Yorker in Times Square, and if you do, you start coming up with excuses, like you ran into someone at a gay bar in the 70s. Right. Like, I'm not really here. Right. I'm here for research. I had to meet yep. my cousin. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so, you know, I almost never see Times Square, yeah. so we're just in like our New York Yep. Totally. World. You know, but then when you do go through Times Square, I'll get stuck. Sometimes you got to go through there to go to a theater. Sure. Yeah, you do. You do. What yep. theaters were you performing at in New York? We did um, Radio City. Oh, that's Fun. amazing. Yeah, which was also like, I had never been to Radio City, and we broke the record for like merchandise sales, I think, Whoop! that weekend or something. Nice. And again, experiment. Didn't know if right. it was going to work. We're like, that's good. So that's why the next year's like, we're doing arenas. <laughs> we're like, did, okay. Did there come a time when you guys were doing the show after a while and you just, not that you were over it, but you felt like this is ready? Because every show has an ending, unless you're mm-hmm. the fucking Simpsons. But, yeah. you know, you but you say to yourselves, you kind of look around and understand we're, we're at a point. Yes, uh, absolutely. There was a time where it was bas- it basically coincided when Corey passed away. Mm. We all came back and we did like the first two episodes are already written and we're like doing like a Beatles tribute episode, which should have been like a great, joyous sure. opportunity. And then another episode, I don't even remember what it was about. And we're like, this doesn't feel right. And the whole thing, we knew how the show was going to end. Ryan knew how it was going to end. And it was sort of botched now. Like right. the right. show, where it was heading is completely gone. Like right. we, we can no longer do the show we were planning on doing. Oh, that's so, yeah. And so, like, right. everybody had to scramble, and it's like, it wasn't like, okay, let's just go into the writer's room and think something new. It's like, no, one of our best friends died. Just died. Yeah. And now we have to, like, go to work in the same places where we worked with him mm. and f- somehow figure this out. You know, and it's- so it's like, I've gotten shit before because I've said that, and like, oh, the, the show was never the same after Corey died. It was like, no, that's not a discredit to any of the creative team because I have no idea how any of us did it. Right. Like, right. they still had to write episodes. Like, figure, th- and this show still lasted another two years. Yeah. Right. It was like a really strange thing. And at that point, I think narratively, we were just sort of like stretching it out. Yeah. And but it makes sense. You have, you know, people are being yeah. paid and it's it was, a job. It was still a machine. Like, it, at that point, it was. Dealing with in, death, too, is like, I mean, it's oh, so. Yeah. Uh, I've only had one friend pass away that was like a friend in my age that was totally unexpected. And it's just the processing of it is like something you don't even know how to fathom mm-hmm. until you're like in it. Yeah. Can and I, I had never lost a close person in my entire life before. That was you know the first time. Strange. When that happened, and I'm not making a joke, my, two of my friends back to back died of heroin overdoses at that exact time. And I was going to my friend's funeral in Chicago. Yeah. And my uh, his best friend, our friend, spoke at his funeral. A month later, we were at his, and it was the same time that that was happening. It was, I mean, it yeah. really in was. In your high school? Yeah, this is. They were from high school. I mean, they were in wow. college at that point. We were all in college. It was you know eleven years ago, ten years ago. Mm. But it was, yeah. I mean that, yeah. And and in in I mean, just in real life, like Emma was saying, if you're supposed, if someone's close to you dies. You know, this is it's it's hard to re it's hard to oh, even yeah. go to your normal nine yeah, to five job. Yeah, I haven't job. even gone back to my my hometown. I'm from really rural Maine. Yeah, and I didn't. I haven't. I went back to my hometown one time because I had a college. I was doing a college near there, and I didn't. My hometown's so small, so you can't drive to the general store without going by my friend who passed away's mm. house. And I like didn't wanna 
do it. So I yeah. couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I couldn't being on set and yeah, it was, it was, I was like, far away when I ha- I was in London and I randomly had just gotten to London. So like we were together, and then everybody here got together to like meet up and it just felt really far away. Yeah. And then there was a memorial on the set, like mm. the auditor. The memorial was held in the auditorium, mm-hmm. and yeah, you learn a lot of like, these. This was my family. We spent more time together with each other than with anybody else sure yeah. 16 hour days yeah for singing and dancing that point. And and so like when you like people grieve very differently yep. sure and some people don't grieve immediately yep. sometimes it takes a couple years and it yep. hits them yep. mm-hmm. and luckily my brother called me up i think it was the night after we found out Corey had died and he called up and told me exactly that and i was like oh i get that okay let me be patient mm-hmm. with people Right, like I knew what I was feeling, and then going back to work and like the executives at Fox were like losing it. We were all losing it. The hair and makeup, you know, it's like a right. weird it's a family. And then on top of that, on top of like your normal grieving process, there's a public element to it. Sure, which is very strange. Yeah, very very weird. Right, because you you suddenly strangers are telling you how to feel yes. or how they feel, and there's there's such a dynamic yeah. of people being affected mm-hmm. in their own ways because they're associated themselves with yep. this character and, and seeing you guys on TV. And people coming up and saying the craziest shit. Right, and asking you questions when you're like, whoa, I'm not emotionally prepared to answer this. Well, just like rude. Right. Like, people yeah. were saying right. wild things. Right. And sometimes Can I ask what kind of things people oh, were saying? See. How I could had... you let this happen? And you're like, what? Oh, there, there were people within the... Like, I would kill someone. There was... Um, Emma. No, there was a, um, a stand-in who came up to me after the memorial and was like, I'm so mad at him. I can't believe he did this. I was like... I don't think you understand how this works. And I just like walked away. I was like, you've got, and there was another person who had like a higher up job who was literally then showing me pictures of this guy I used to hook up with in Speedos at the memorial, like after like the mixer thing, you know, like I was just like, in what world do you think this is acceptable? Right. Like, sir, like, you're out of your goddamn mind. Yeah. Like we had just everyone's losing it right now. I literally have tears down my face, and you're showing me pictures of this like really hot guy in a speedo. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> like, what? What is your point? Right. When like, I was at my friend's, it was very like people don't maybe know. denial. Yeah. Best case scenario. No, just denial. a piece of shit. Yeah. When I was at my friend's funeral, we were all sitting there, we were crying, and I was next to my friend Morgan's mom, and all of a sudden there were these three women behind us, older women, and we're listening to them talk, going. I hope they have salad. They better have salad. <laughs> I don't want the beets. Well, last week we kept again, and we're listening. And my friend Morgan's mom goes, "They're funeral crashers." No, and I go, what? She goes, "These are old women who read the obituaries and show no. up at funerals." No way! I've never even ab- heard of that. Absolutely, they're Sounds going like a movie. What did? What was his name? How did he die? And we're just—I mean, they're like old, like Italian women. Not even like, being quiet. And we—I mean—and we started. Dying of laughter, which we looked horrible, but we're at our friends. No, but funeral. sometimes you need you need a yeah. Of that. It was that like, release where yes. it was like these psycho old Italian yeah. women behind us are <laughs> funeral crash. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, how did he die? That's wild. we're like. What? Well, he went. He was a funeral crasher, and someone shot him at the funeral, and they're like, yeah. "Oh shit, that's crazy." Yeah. Were you able to have relationships while you were shooting, or how that affect your dating life? Yeah, I was with the same person for forever. Whoa. Are you guys yeah. still together? No. No, we're best friends. Are you kidding me? Oh, we okay, yesterday. Like we're, we're with, family. Good. You were with good. someone the whole time you were shooting. Yeah. Wow. That's actually yes. great because you have a support system yeah. that keeps yeah. you grounded through this chaos. Oh yeah, and then he also like got <laughs> there's some crazy immigration thing and got 
locked out of the country for three and a half years. God damn it. What country was he living in? Well, he was living here. His, but was it, but where he's he... from Brazil. Okay. And like his It's mo- like we're the same person, me and Yeah, Kike. I was just gonna say Mateo was in a situation with my who I'm now really good friends with, my yeah. ex, and he's from Venezuela and escaped to Spain mm-hmm. and we you know. It was that was a really complicated thing because immigration's a nightmare. Uh. But like his mom is an American citizen. His oh my God. stepdad is an American citizen. Like and they were here and I it, well, that's another literally another two hour conversation. Yeah. But we got him out. And so I would fly to there was one Free Brazil. There was one time I had six days off in a row, which had never happened. Mm-hmm. And I turned to Brad Falchuk, who was one of the creators of Glee. I was like, hey. He knew the situation because when we found out Marco is his name, his visa got like torn up basically at the consulate in Rio. Oh my god. And I showed up to well, also he like went dark for like six hours during this period. So I thought he was oh, murdered god. in a ditch somewhere in Rio. And I show up to set to rehearse the scene. And I'm like, I'm not someone who cries. And Brad pulls me aside, like sweet man, pulls me aside. He's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, Ugh. and just lose. He's like, Aww. okay. He's like, hey, go back to your trailer. He's like, you figure it out. If you are fine to shoot the scene, cool. If not, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be in it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, great. <sighs> cool. And then it, we ended up finding him and it was fine. But there was a day when I found out I had like six days off. I'm like, Brad, um, should I go to Brazil? Yes, you for should. Four you wanna, days? Yep. And mm-hmm. he's like, You're not working? I'm like, No. He's like, Fuck yeah. Do go it. do it. Yeah. And at the time, I had the means to do something stupid like that. Yep. Like crazy. And so, like, luckily, when we went on tour, we went to England. So, like, we met up in England and he had family in Aww. England. And so we would see each other like twice a year, basically. I'd spend the summer with him out of the US. And, and you then, were in oh, the relationship still at the time. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you speak any Portuguese? A little bit, but like not. Fala Portugues. Pouquinho. Pouquinho. What does that mean? Do you speak Portuguese? I I don't really speak Portuguese at all. Fala nada. Yeah, they do have to talk like, waja, uja, uja. That's how Portuguese I can just say food and curse words, basically. Comida. Mm -hmm. There you go. It's like Spanish. Bebida. Um, Mateo speaks five languages. That's I don't speak anything. I know I'm working on English currently. My Spanish myself. is garbage now because of the Portuguese. Any Spanish uh. I knew is completely. I say everything now. My Italian friend has tried to teach me Italian, and I say it all with like a Brazilian accent. I speak Spanish with an Italian accent. I can't switch the the accent somehow, I, I so don't. I speak <laughs> with an Italian accent. Like the O sound is a very particular. Right. <laughs> everything has that. How was it? When did you when you came out to your parents? How were they? Were they surprised? I didn't ever come out to my parents. Is this, are you coming I, out to them now? Well, we'll send I mean, them a link to the know. podcast. Surprise! I, like, I've never really come out to anyone. Again, I, when I work at Michael's and you audition for Glee, we know. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Where that was I was coming like, out. I am on the That's countertop nice. at <laughs> nine years old, belting my heart will go on. Like, right. You got to know, but they didn't. Clueless, well, uh, clueless it's parent. amazing when people yeah. just aren't thinking like yeah. that. Well, I always say, and things have changed, so now they know the clues yes. more. And parents who deny it, throw, I was like, my child's artistic. Yes, okay, right. Mary. Yeah, yeah. I always used to dress like uh, any male character from Disney, and then I'd make my sister dress as the female one, and I'd be like, I'm a prince, and she's the princess, and this is the game. Yeah. And then so when this I came out, game. my mom was like, I'm shocked. And I was like, <laughs> but I always was yeah. playing like hang out boys, and then would pretend Katie was a princess, and like that was every. Year for years and years, and she's like, I know, I just thought that's who you are, and I was like, it is, well, it is. but that's not like a st- that would be very peculiar if I were straight. Yeah, you yeah know? I would dress up, I would dress up like princesses. Yeah. My cousin Kelly dressed up as too a bad prince. we didn't know each other. 
I know. We would really have a lot a of good fun. good goddamn Perfect. time. We would have a great time. I used to pretend I was Storm from the X-Men, and my oh, cousin Brian, yeah. who's gay, would be Jubilee. <gasps> He'd wear my mom's yellow gloves, and, like, washing so gloves, and we'd run around the house. and just, Oh, you know, that's awesome. But so then they, didn't, they, didn't, they were like, what? Well, no, my, my siblings figured it out, right. and that was basically to the extent of- How many siblings do you have? Three. Okay. They're you're all the, older. And okay, they're all you're straight? The yeah, I'm the youngest by a lot, Yes. My sister, who's the oldest, is 16 years older than me. Wow. She was the first one to wow. figure it out because she heard me like speaking in code to my friend about this boy, but I was saying a girl, and she what has a huge saying? dick. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Who are you talking about?" And it was who ended up becoming my boyfriend. Oh wow! And I was like, and She's like, "Is it a boy?" I was like, "How did she know? What were you saying?" He was sh- singing, "My heart will go on." Yeah, the top. Right. <laughs> I think she sort of knew in the back, and then she started crying. I just really like her. And she's like, "I just feel so bad that you felt like you couldn't oh, tell me." I was like, "I'm like, no, it wasn't like that." Right. I'm like, I'm 18. Like, I also hate when people. It doesn't cry. matter who you like. It's awkward Shut and weird. Totally. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And then my brothers, they told me it was like the first year of Glee, and we were in London for the first time. And but one of them turned to me and was like, "Hey, like, we know we don't give a shit." I was like, "Cool." Oh my god. Great. And my, I mean, my, my other brother has his PhD in evolutionary anthropology. Faggot. So all he studies okay. is like, like human evolution and biology like so he really he doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. like he so like i will tell him shit all the time to try to gross him out and he's like i don't want to hear it i'm like why are you being homophobic he's like no you're my little brother right yeah. he's like, i was like oh i keep trying to have some <laughs> sort of resistance but like nobody is giving me like yeah. i'm like totally okay. same with me my brother's gay and my cousin's gay and we all grew up on oh, the wait. same block so it's like there it's was a lot no, of gay i would have been fun to have a gay sibling it's I, just everyone's my, gay in my family my sister's like the most straight person ever She's so straight that she was comfortable around gay people growing up. Because I was uncomfortable around gay people. Oh, I'd be yeah. like, ew, it's gross, it's gross, why are yep, they doing that? Same. And my sister had gay friends, I, and she was like, she. I remember being like weird about her gay friends. Like, I'd be like, why do you, why do you have those gay friends? Like, it's weird. And she was like, I think it's weird that you think it's weird. She's like, Emma, stop fixing oh, my respect. car and let's get back totally. to- Totally. That's good. She, But I went to the public high school in my small hometown, and she went away to a prep school. So mm. she, it was like a more like open environment, but she always had gay friends. And I just was like, I thought that was, I was like mean about it. Like, I'd be like, are they coming over? Why do they need the whole, and then obviously I'm the gay one. Tales oldest time. Right. Tales oldest time. All right. Well, this was so much fun. Yeah, thank you so much for We covered everything. We really (laughs) did. But this was very fascinating. A very fascinating interview. And you're a fabulous guest. Do you guys want to start a uh, group? Sure. What would our group group name be? I'd I don't be know, but I can't sing or do it. I think I'd drag it down. Well, you you'll could, be our you manager. Could bring us balloons on stage. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, be the balloon yeah. girls. Yeah. Okay. Or balloon squirrels. All right. Oh, the balloon squirrels. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I w- I'm down for that. You'll be baritone tenor. Okay, I'll great. be um, soprano. Maybe I could learn how to do beats or something. Uh, like, like beatbox or like, yeah, like beat produce. Box. No, not produce. Maybe. But I, I like beatboxing for you. I like that. Yeah, because yeah. my only skills now are networking, mm-hmm. dirty talk. Networking and dirty talk are not. I think it. you need to teach me both of those things. Oh, I'm so into. I go way back with dirty talk. The very first how I learned was because the first person I was with that was really into dirty talk, and she was a sex worker. So I was like, I got to step my goddamn game up because she's a professional. Oh. I put an ad on Craigslist saying, "Will anyone practice dirty talking with me?" And the only person who responded was actually an older guy. And I was like, "No, I'm looking for a woman." But I was like, "Okay, I'm going to use female pronouns on you." I was like, "Let's get kinky. You use male pronouns on me." And then we would practice dirty talking together. 
and there's so many different avenues of it. But she like, also that's... did this with an old Indian man yeah. on Craigslist, and they wanted like, to practice let's get dirty weird. talk. So she, he, they both pretend he pretended he was a lesbian, right? And then you were straight guy. Straight so it was guy. A whole, but so it was very confusing. I love this. Yeah, and I, I even did dirty talk with. I went on. I pretended I was a gay guy in some chat rooms, like. Really, anything to engage in sexual conversation, but that, but then it's those are my skills. It's a good skill to have. Thank you, but you have to have a, a, um, a partner that's like into it too. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you feel like that's stunted. True. My skills you know? are a perfect Liza Minnelli impression. No, you've got a lot of skills: drawing, exercise, and cooking. And Liza Minnelli. Yeah, those that's are it. all also great. So yeah. I'm gonna force him to cook one day. Oh yeah, so he can eat his food. That'd well, be next great. time I'm in LA, we'll do all yeah. a big cooking day. And Sounds I, great. I'm supposed to cook because I'm staying at Nicole Byer's house, yeah. and so I she's gone. And then as a thank you, I always cook them a huge meal. I go and buy a bunch of stuff, make a huge meal. And so yesterday I was on the phone with her, and she's like, "No, just come to DragCon." I was like, "No, I was gonna make like a wake up early, go buy groceries, make like you know ragu and meatballs, and like so you guys could have food for all week and da da da." No, I don't care. I want to go to DragCon. I was like, Nicole, I'm trying. <laughs> Do something nice for you. Is so she we'll gonna see. come to DragCon? She's coming tomorrow. Oh, sweet! Awesome. We actually gotta go because we gotta, yeah, we go, gotta today. go to freaking DragCon. Go! Well, thank you so much Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Thank and you where so can much. people find all your stuff and everything you're up to? Glee. Up? I mean, yeah, just search my name, awesome. Kevin McHale on Twitter, Kevin on McAllister, Instagram, or Kevin McAllister. You know, <laughs> don't Kevin like McHale. Buzzword like Kevin Glee Gay, and usually I come up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Instagram or Twitter better? I like Twitter. Oh my oh, goodness! Oh, I just stopped tweeting officially. Uh, okay, so we'll I find him on it. find him on Twitter. But I'm on Instagram all the time as well. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate no, it. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you.